It's Ember Wednesday in the first week of Lent. Welcome to today's Lentcast. This is Father John Zilsdorf. Today's Roman Station Church is Santa Maria Maggiore, St. Mary Major, one of the four major papal basilicas. According to pious legend, in August of 352, a Roman aristocrat dreamt that the Blessed Virgin Mary wanted him to build a church on a site she would reveal to him. On the 5th of August, there was a miraculous snowfall, especially miraculous given how hot it is in Rome during August. The snow fell on the Esquiline Hill, and that is where they built the church dedicated to the Mother of God. Each year, on the 5th of August, white rose petals are dropped through the magnificent gold-coffered ceiling of the basilica to commemorate the miraculous snowfall. In 431, just after the Council of Ephesus declared Mary the Mother of God, Pope Sixtus III constructed this basilica and had his deacon Leo design and execute the mosaics of the interior's triumphal arch. That deacon would soon after become Pope Leo the Great, and you can hear in his preaching, sermons that we have, the themes of the mosaics. Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday of this week are Ember Days. There are four sets of Ember Days in the traditional calendar. These are days of special penance and prayer. They fall roughly at the change of the seasons of the year. The Roman practice of Ember Days might be rooted in pagan customs, but by the 3rd century they had been thoroughly baptized with Christian meanings. The Ember Days parallel also the Jewish Feast of Tabernacles and the Day of Atonement. The traditional calendar keeps us more closely connected to the rhythm of our planet's year, the changes of the seasons, and, therefore, gives us a strong sense of sacred time and the swift passing of our own fleeting days. From Le Carême au jour le jour by Father Patrick Troedeck les pharisiens voient tous les miracles que notre Seigneur fait pour soulager les malheureux et manifester sa puissance divine. Pourtant, ils ne croient pas. Ils ne veulent toujours pas croire. Ils réclament encore. The Pharisees see all the miracles that our Lord does to relieve the poor and manifest his divine power. Yet they don't believe. They still don't want to believe. They still ask for an additional sign. Jesus did not want to give them another sign. He simply answers them by announcing his death and resurrection, prophesied by the life of the prophet Jonah eight centuries before. We also, too often, would like God constantly to give us signs to enlighten or reassure us. We forget that our Lord wants faith. But to believe is to accept not seeing, not feeling. Faith is of another order. It is about serenely adhering to the truths that God has revealed to us and knowing how to take them in. Take, for example, the treasure with which God enriched us at the time of our baptism. A deep look in faith at the adornment produced in us that day should fill us with enthusiasm. As Dom Marmion says, 
We should never think of our baptism without deep inner joy. On the day of baptism we are born in principle to eternal bliss. We even keep the pledge in this sanctifying grace which has been given to us. Last but not least, we must let our souls go to great trust. Lord Jesus, rather than looking for signs, I want to nourish my faith by contemplating the beautiful truths that you have revealed to us. I thank you in particular for the grace of my baptism. Help me to keep it precious and to live it every day more ardently by the faithful fulfillment of all my duties. <laughs> 